0: Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content. Because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premiere sets the standard. Be Premiere. Barbie can visit
1: What a timing too. Just kicking it off. Barbie's here. We got Rob here. We got me here. Yes. Hey everybody. This is Dominic D'Angelo. I am of several outlets, but today we are on the Premier Streaming Network. We not only have me, but we have Barbie. We have Mr. Monday night. Mr. Every Day of the Week, too. Rob Van Damme. Look at Barbie. Holy smokes.
0: <laughs> How old is she, Rob? Uh three. Her birthday is today or tomorrow. We're trying to figure that out. Oh wow! Might have to, look have to look. At oh my gosh! <laughs> black, black dogs like people can relate to this. If their face is really black, sometimes they're not very photogenic. They don't show up in pictures. No, <laughs> <laughs> I like that
1: to too. And it's like you can't see them. It's like you have to like really. I have to make sure he's got like a white background behind him and shit.
0: Right, make like, yeah. sure my l- lens is clean. I think it is, but. uh just remembered that lightning uh streak oh, somebody out. made
1: mention of that on youtube yeah. there's a lot of comments
0: <laughs>
1: somebody called me a smiley goon on there i was
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are a smiley dude though
1: i well thanks i, know. <laughs> I know
0: i yeah i think that it works well you know like huh? i noticed that yeah all right yeah let's get to it dude Um i was gonna say i noticed that uh early on you know that um that energy of yours you know and at first i was thinking like um it's gonna come across like we don't know each other uh because you seem like like, like come across like so excited like uh like every time it's <laughs> like a you know your only chance to interview me or something you know oh, and, yeah. I was like, "Is that good?" And then, and then, uh, you know, right away, I I I learned it's a good thing. You know, keeps it every yeah. Good combo. We got good chemistry. And if they don't like us, fuck them.
1: Tough city. That's what I say.
0: Speaking of, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Wow, sure.
1: Some uh, you had some things you wanted to say starting off,
0: huh? Yeah, you know, I thought about this, and uh, I could just maybe face it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably more consistent with what I would normally do is just uh, smile, you know, but I'm going to go on a little rant here. Uh, and, uh, it's because I believe in accountability. How else can we hold people accountable and, 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 and then just let them boom pass right over, you know, unless we at least call them out. So, um, uh, Last night, when I got home last night, I guess it was Wednesday, I had a match with uh, Jungle Boy on AEW, and a lot of people saw that match. Uh, going into the match, there was a lot of shit talkers, um, and I mean, I there was a lot of good energy, and, and I know that what they say is bullshit, but um, it's, it's a, uh, is Barbie still in here? made major the maids are making too much noise if i shut the door the barbie starts scratching she's gonna fuck us up here but um so anyway um you know there's always gonna be people that talk shit. but you know just like all of my uh values that i share with everybody here they come up every single day in conversation it's part of who i am and i'm and i'm also um very open about my thoughts on things, especially if we're talking about things that you know that maybe my experience could help people with and stuff, right? right. Um I did a signing last weekend in. Um, let's see. Well, it's always easier to remember where I'm going than where I was. But
1: Tulsa,
0: right? Were you in Tulsa? Tulsa, Oklahoma Comic Con, yeah. And and I was having this conversation be, uh, about. About age and about how people limit themselves with just the most basic thinking, and then it affects their whole fucking life, you know. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> my mind's going to a bunch of places right now. So, what we got this dude helping us, uh, he's our agent, me and uh, Katie's agent, uh, at the table helping you know with the line of fans and, and stuff. And and this little dude, (laughs) this little dude gets up from the seat and he says, oh, you know, I'm old. Don't rush me. And uh, dude, how old are you? He's 35 years old. Now, it strikes a nerve with me when I hear people say that just because, and it's not even personal. It's not that I take it. It's just it affects my faith in humanity. And that's why it's worth talking about right now because, you know, I inspire some people. You know, and uh, those people might be inspired by me saying this. You know, um, 35, first off, is not old. But if you tell yourself that it is, then you will feel old. It's so ridiculous. Why do people do that? It's what the flock does, you know, and the flock keeps everybody else down to their level so that you can have that basic thinking status quo anytime somebody tries to leave the flock or think outside of the flucking flock it's going to be looked down upon it's going to get opposition i've been told my entire life that that everything that i do is uh, is wrong i'm making the wrong choices from my career choices to my whoa Fuck! Oh man, I hate, it when, I hate it when the water bottle has a cap on it. Oh and, and yeah, one of the reasons why you can't.
1: And then it just pops the yeah. I hate it
0: trust shit, it. Too. Yeah, I got. I thought I could lift it by the cap. It's a new water bottle. Um, always though, like uh, because I think outside the box, and, and I don't want to just. I mean, my dreams were never okay. I just want to. I want to hit status quo and just not go anywhere. Obviously, right? right I mean. Right. Uh, from my fucking uh, career choices to uh, my uh, love life to fucking uh, my choice of using cannabis uh, to my choices of talking openly about all of these choices. All of that is looked uh, down upon, opposed by the basic thinking status quo. I've said for years, and anybody that follows our ideology to a T, if you do, then you got to be prepared for this. It it offers a fantastic life. I'm living my best life. Everything is phenomenal. And and if you want to call it a downside, which it's not, people don't understand you. That's it. That's it. That's the only downside. Um so I don't relate to old, but I saw a lot of comments. RVD's too old. We talked about it. He's fragile. Um, I, right now, at, uh, at 52 years old, I have not yet reached an age where it would be advantageous for me to go backwards in time and be younger. Mm-hmm. And I know that's going to blow a lot of people's minds and they're not going to even believe that. So, but I'm going to say it again, because this is important. I have not yet reached an age where it would be advantageous for me to go back in time and be a younger age. Not one. I did not. Okay. I would have a lot of people around that have passed. If I was literally going back in time, that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, life experience, I just get smarter. I understand life more. I'm more comfortable with my relationship, with the universe, with my commitment to make decisions, and with the impact that I have on everybody. You know, um, even I-, I saw before the match, see, I haven't been on Twitter in days. You That's know, I, I just, it's it's too toxic.
1: Yeah, it really is. Before
0: Yeah, anybody that's messaged me in the last few days, uh, maybe a day before the match up till now, um, you know, I'll I'll get your message eventually, you know, if you wanted to tell me congratulations, good job, whatever. Uh, And even if you are uh, somebody that didn't know, and now you know, and you're like, wow, I got to say you, you impressed me, you know, you did good, fine. And uh, if you think I didn't do good, that's fine, too. And I expect that. Perception is reality. So the people that really wanted to see the worst, they probably found the worst. This is the way basic thinkers think all right Mm -hmm. every match that i have i'm my own worst critic in my mind you know i'm like okay you know um the rolling thunder could have been better like i was he was a little bit too close and i thought my feet were going to hit him my momentum stopped for a second in my mind i'm always you know like what could i have done better in the basic thinkers mind they'll see that one rolling thunder and then boom well he doesn't quite get the rolling thunder like he used to anymore you know he's lost a, a couple steps i know that that's the way they think Mm-hmm. and so uh, i don't ex- you know i don't expect uh, everybody to to do the bout face uh but i did look like on instagram and i was enjoying um the people saying where's all the shit talkers now you guys were saying every day was old and washed what's up which right. i don't even know what that means if washed means that i took a shower then yes i, <laughs> I do that yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm living uh, my best life, and when it comes to the business end of it, some of that I'll be saving for the uh, autobiography, you know. Believe it or not, as open as I am, there's so much, so much more that nobody has heard, uh, and and that's good. I mean, everything has just worked out organically, and and that's how you have to do it. Before the uh, match, uh, when I was looking on YouTube, I saw, you know, on Jim Cornette's uh, – little, um, uh, the thumbnail for his video. It's an animated RVD. I love it. The, they're always funny. Those are so catching, the animated. Uh,
1: they are like Hanna-Barbera kind of vibe, aren't they? But it, the
0: style changes every time, depending yeah. on that's, you that's, know, maybe different artists or just a really talented one. But, but anyway, but I saw this guy, you know, I said, oh God, you know, let's see, let's see what, uh, what he says. about uh, And mostly, mostly his complaints were that he thinks the surprise was ruined. This was before my match okay this, this is in between the uh you know yeah, coming up and he and he was saying he thought Jerry Lynn gave away too much that was mostly what he was going to but then even he had to add okay when RVD came out you know yeah he looked he looked like you know he was maybe stiff as a possum's pecker on prom night and in P- in Poughkeepsie you know and, and and it's like dude if you got worked by the fact that I kept my eyes on my opponent in the ring, the whole time that I that I, I walked out and took a right and then a left, and I looked at him like the entire time. And if you got worked by that into thinking that uh, he's yeah, he's as stiff as a beaver's boner in Battle Creek, on a you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Jim Cornette, you can eat a dick. And uh, if if he feels different now and he says that, then that's all good. And by the way, everybody, you you still have a chance to come back. All right. Um, this isn't, you know, asking Jesus for forgiveness. And then that moment, that moment when you die, he says it's too late. Right. Boom, okay. even, Jesus, even Jesus says, Hey, you can cross the line for me. Of course, if fans want to throw me some respect or whatever, but um, I haven't been on Twitter because of just the toxicity of the trolls and, and if, if you really believed in them as much as they want you to believe in them, they can bring you down. I mean... Every, you know, every kid at school knows what it's like uh, to get bullied, you know, and if, uh, dude, if everybody in your class when you're in fourth grade, everyone tells you that you're ugly, you're going to believe that you're ugly, you know, yeah. that's, how you, that's how you judge. And, and so the the power of the word, which, by the way, is one of the uh, fourth uh, agreements is, um, you know, to be conscious of, your, of how strong the power of your word is. Um, uh, it, it it can go a long way, but it, but for me, even if I just, it's like I know, I have the insight. Maybe you didn't think that my uh, chalk line RVD tank top was that flattering. Eat eat a dick, like I give a fuck, right? right. Like I've you- ever cared. Like I've ever cared that my abs don't show and I have a really thick, hard gut. You know, yeah. like I've always had that. And then fans, uh, you know, well, he's he's chubby. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I've never been chubby. Right. Even when I was at TNA Impact, that's when some fans started saying, well, he is getting a little bit chubby. No, I have pictures and, and – I'm gonna show some pictures of just this week. I could do it from 2010, um, but that, that, I, I take pictures every once in a while. Like I'm in the mirror, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna keep track." You know, it's it's part of documenting whatever you know, workouts, gains. Um, anyway, so I had the tank top on, and, and people are saying, "Oh, my God, dude! How could you show up out of shape?" This and that. Since I already know. That I'm in fucking great shape, the best shape. How am I gonna look at their comments other than idiot, idiot, right. idiot? You know, there's it's just I lose my faith in people. That's really the damage it does to me. And I really and I start and I just start thinking like people are so toxic and the whole um the whole Twitter society and social media and the uh the 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 existence of non accountability cuz it doesn't matter what the fuck you say just get another burner account you got zero followers anyway and it, the whole thing is just like it makes me it lowers my uh, expectations which i try not to have anyway but it lowers my my feeling of of just what standard people are and i it, it's almost depressing to think cuz i know what that kind of thinking does, you know, and I'm not just saying thinking RVD is not the whole effing show is it, it, horrible thinking, but I but I'm just saying like overall, like this collective information, uh, and and studying that I do from everybody's thoughts from purposely trolling where they really just want to bring somebody down because their happiness hurts them somehow. Right lowest form of person there is that is so it's gross you know and, and maybe even have a reason you know that's yeah. like uh vindictive people you know like uh, hey uh <sighs> Whatever, dude. I remember one time having a talk with a friend of mine that's vindictive. And and uh we were talking about how my evil ex ended up marrying the handyman in my house, you know, that put the fucking changed my toilet out to have my awesome Japanese bidet in there and and do all this work and shit. And uh and my friend said, dude, I, I would uh I'd put in some bad reviews on Yelp on that guy. <laughs> 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 I, you, really that's what your brain tells you. <laughs> 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 oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god that's what
1: it goes to you know what get them back so, in,
0: you know. <laughs> right it, yeah any way you can make them suffer you can get pleasure right. out of it you know, these people put bartenders but I drop some people's drinks that are rude to them because they want to Oh, that's so funny um, anyway uh, what I my point that I wanted to make is I mean every everything is subjective anyway, um, but I knew and I show them the picture, Dom. This is a picture yep. that I uh, that I took in my gym, in between when I did my uh, appearance in my tank top and and uh, it was actually I think a one or two days before the match, and even that smirk on my face, I'm like these guys are so fucking stupid, All right. So- yeah, and if you want to say, "Oh, I did some kind of crash fucking diet in a in a week," um, I have another picture taken exactly one month prior to August 9th, which was my match, and that is uh, the July 9th oh, pictures, dude. I have these on my phone sometimes, you know, yeah. and and I have them all the time and shit, and that's what I look like, oh, you know, one month ago, and I have some from a few months before that, whatever. Um, so my, my point is, uh, you guys are all idiots. If you can handle me saying eat a dick and you still want to come back around, then we're good. Um, that's pretty much all I can do to have them be accountable. And, um, I appreciate all the support. I had a uh, fun match. It, it was, uh, it was a great night. And, and for those basic thinkers, by the way, let me add this. I'm always trying to tell you, I understand the way that they think, um, I'm 52 years old. I'll be 53 in December. And uh, after my match, because basic thinkers are like, well, bro, there's no way you can tell me that he didn't fucking have a hard time getting out of bed the next day, bro. Oh, Come man. on, man. You admit it, bro. All right. Uh, after the matches, Katie was with me. We had a lot of uh, good brother time with friends. Yeah. I, got, I got close to four hours sleep little under, and then I went to the airport and then flew home, had a shitty travel day because of delayed flights and then, uh, and then got back last night. Guess what? I feel great. Just like I normally do. Uh, Perception is reality. So for the people that don't believe that and want to think that I'm all jacked up or anything that they said or thought or whatever, then uh, you guys are idiots. Um, but uh, moving forward, I just wanted to start with that and, and just, you know, instead of just being a baby face and blowing about and saying, oh, oh, you like that? I'm going to say, I don't need to look at social media. I know I looked good. I know I did good. I did this exact same promo when I did uh, NOAA in all Japan. They walked me to a press conference table, and I said, I know I looked good. I know everyone is shocked and surprised. That's because you weren't prepared for it. I don't hide anything. I actually put everything out there. And if you are surprised and shocked, that's because you just weren't ready for it. You were dumbfounded, which the core word of dumbfounded is dumb. Mm -hmm. And people don't
1: find out till later on.
0: yeah and for anyone that's like oh he doesn't get as high on the five-star frog splash but dude everything is a variable and uh you know that that was one match which by the way um i i did enjoy and the fans were awesome like like i said in the uh post match thing with jerry lynn yeah yeah um man i always count on that connection with the fans and that positive energy um but the feeling that I get when I'm really in the moment usually surpasses even what um i i was expecting with my little expectations that I allow myself um and and, um, and so I, you know I didn't expect one to have like signs RVd signs and stuff like that and do uh um, and to be so in unison Um happy to have R V D there and shit. And so so it was really cool. It was cool to go out there when I put him on the guardrail and I and I go up, you know, I go up to do my thing and just to hearing everybody pop, it's like, what? You know, I was like, oh you guys are ready for this? I mean that's a real moment. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
1: Dude and that that spot was awesome too. Like he just it was what I think it was the highlight was, of the match, but there was so was a much.
0: Lot, it was a lot further than uh than I have sometimes, you know. So that made it more interesting that I had a, a much further jump, you know. Yeah, like I was a, wondering
1: about that if you like, yeah, how big of an adjustment that was. How I was going to ask this later, but how was the ring itself for you? Like, was it different, like an AEW ring in comparison to the other ones? Did you get to test out the ropes too beforehand? Because I knew I
0: should have, I should have. Uh... I think I climbed in for something and, and just talking or something and climbed out. Uh, but what I didn't notice until my match, the top rope seems like really high. I don't know why, but it seems like higher than a lot of the, the rings that I've, that I've been in, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, definitely, uh, uh, next time, if there is a next time, <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna get in there early, you know, and grab it and pull myself up for the, uh, for a five-star because it seems like it's just a little bit uh, higher. And uh, they told me beforehand that the apron, which is the part on the outside of the ropes mm-hmm. of the – canvas area, um, they said that that's a little wider than than, than normal because they like to do shit on the apron, you yeah, know? And, yeah,
1: on the apron. Yeah, then, but, yeah. you
0: know, all, all rings are a little bit different, though, but about the, about this one, I guess it was a lot more special to, than I realized and maybe just because I was into my match or whatever, but uh, the guy that owns the ring, um, Bob Rose, I think is his name, like, I've known him forever. I saw him earlier in the daytime, and, you know, it was a... I was just talking about man, I know, like, so many of these crew guys it's surprising both weeks like i'm seeing people that i've worked with for decades i don't even know which company i worked with them for it's just dude i know i've worked with this guy a lot and that and i was just talking to someone about that and then bob's like hey and i'm like whoa there's one right now (laughs) um he used to own the ring and uh, set it up and rent it out or whatever to uh to tna at the universal studios and uh, he was Saying it's a special ring, that's a compression ring, which I never heard of. Um, but the way he described it, I didn't really understand what made it really different. Something about the cross support underneath. Um, but again, I mean, a lot of them have that, and I didn't notice. Uh, but it was a good, it was a good ring. I noticed when it's, I notice when it's shitty, um, and, and a lot of times on the indie shows. Just the fact that um, – and maybe it's because I don't wear wrestling boots because I have special thin-soled ones because mm-hmm. I don't care about how tall I am. I'm, I'm one of the real motherfuckers. That's right. Legit. <laughs> and, and a lot of times the canvas will uh, trip me up. Like it'll either be too loose or the shit underneath it is, is too soft and the canvas isn't pulled tight enough on it to where just a little bit of sinking fucks me up. If I'm doing like a spin, my mm-hmm. pivot foot gets caught in there or something. It's it, it's really, I mean, I know it's to just run into the corner and I'll go to spin, do my throw my leg up, and it's that little thing like that. And I'm like, God, thank God I didn't just, you know, twist my knee. Thank God I'm Rob Van Dam and, you know, not some fragile, uh, not fragile bad boy. Right. <laughs> no but it was it was good the 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 ring was 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 definitely good and uh, the ropes seemed to be a little higher which uh, i don't it, it you know it is it's higher than the rings i've been in lately
1: you made the adjustment smooth though it' was like i know
0: i know all about being higher
1: yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> i think you made the adjustment smooth though when you left up you like left up real quick on the second rope and it just made it pulled it off very nicely
0: yeah well, yeah. yeah, sometimes sometimes you got to think on the spot, you know. The yeah, right. like moonsault, like moon too. It was like I, I, there was like a little hesitation there with my bounce, you know, and uh, awesome how I was just able to to, to save it, you know. But um, I will get in there next time and like feel it out a little bit because on on the spot I was like, wait a second, is this like two inches taller and is that gonna fuck me up? <laughs> Didn't have time to really think about it much, so I had to kind of you know, go with the, go with the moment.
1: I can only imagine that, like just even some of those minor changes could be a big adjustment too. once in a while. It's like, Oh, how am I going to accommodate for this? Or what do I got to kind of do to, you know, react to that? Well, and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Definitely no, I guess I just didn't notice it earlier. Cause I do remember being in there and feeling the tightness and, and, and seeing if I could stuff a chair in the, in between the ropes and shit good or not. And mm-hmm. um, if I did notice, then I forgot <laughs> it's possible too. <laughs>
1: Now, if I had one criticism, not of the match itself, but the production, television, presentation standpoint of it all, I wish they would have let Walk play a little bit more. I know they're tight on time constraints and stuff like that, but it was like I wanted to hear Walk more when you got a little bit more of an opportunity for you to walk out to the ring. But otherwise – You know,
0: you you just reminded me, though, um, the one other thing that uh, Corny said, and I know he's not going to bury me. I know he respects me, so I'm not, you know, talking – Fucking shit. I'm just saying, eat a dick if you feel like it's appropriate at this time to eat a dick. If you feel like you were perfectly right and that proved you right, then you know we'll just leave the dick on the table. But uh, the <laughs> but, but, but what he said was, I don't even have a problem with um, Jungle Boy versus RVD as long as I keep it short and, and keep it short. I guess he's saying as opposed to a normal match because this isn't a normal match. It's a match with the guy that's in his fifties. I'm assuming he's saying that's what makes it uh, not worthy of a regular time. So that's what I wonder from uh, corny is if he feels the same way about that.
1: Yeah, well, uh, but I I wonder
0: enough to lose sleep over it. But while we're talking about it, and while a lot of people are listening, that's meant for a lot of people, you know. As far as like uh, what they were wondering and how they feel now, and all that, all that, you know. Because I mean, come on. Obviously, I made a lot of people eat shit. Um, And then, um, you know, I'm sure when I get on social media or when I get on Twitter, I'm sure there'll be be those that just doubled down. You know what? he was out of shape, man. You're crazy. He couldn't even fucking move.
1: Well, I will say, from what I saw on social yeah. media and stuff like that, the uh, the majority of what I saw, I don't think I saw anything negative at all. Uh,
0: majority of people love RVD. I know okay. that.
1: Mm-hmm. I know so that. The, the feedback was, yeah, very good. People were like, man, he's proving motherfuckers wrong and shit like that. And so yeah, very good. good. Um, well, I do have a list of questions that I wrote. Let me see if I can pull that shit up. But let's, uh, I did want to get your opinion on it. I posted this. Now, you mentioned it, the backstage little uh, segment with you and Jerry. And mm-hmm. I, I added a little bit. Name this buddy cop film. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got some pretty good feedback on this. That's fine. Uh, so I'll, I'll give a few of them here. You, you pick what's your favorite one. Jerry even chimed in on this. So uh, the whole F and force. Okay. Get that one. <laughs> JL and Mr. Green, I think, could be a little bit more uh original, a little bit maybe. But I see where he's going. This is the one Jerry liked, or added to at least. He added to it. Okay. Somebody said four twenty plus one, and he was Uh-oh. like maybe eight forty.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Then we got Battle Creek ten four twenty. I kind of like that one.
2: Hmm. Like that
1: one. So they even give a location. So if you had a, you had a place, that would be Battle Creek, Michigan. Broken joints. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
1: funny. This is a I think this is my favorite, I think, is high. Hey,
0: that's Heise. pretty
1: good. I like that. And then we had a, a litany of Did I get the other one? Three in here? get this one? Yes, I did. The F and Cop show. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I like smoke and mirrors a lot too. And then to Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte tribute here, the four hundred and twenty hours.
0: So why is that Nick Nolte tribute?
1: Forty-eight hours. Him and Eddie Murphy did the Forty-Eight Hours uh, buddy cop film.
0: So no, the hottest 420. Okay, I get it.
1: I yeah, get it. yeah. So they did the the Forty-Eight Hours film back in the eighties.
0: Because if they would have said four twenty hours, we wouldn't. I don't know. I get <laughs> it. It means the same as four twenty hours, right? But then it wouldn't have maybe would have been harder to understand.
1: Would have been harder to get. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I've seen that so many times. That movie. Did, uh, did we all?
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, That's a good, that is a good buddy cop film, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, my question's here. Let's see what I, what I... Boom. Go to this one. Doesn't feel like a
0: Friday. It feels like a Monday.
1: I know, it really does. It really does. All right. So let's take a look here. Yeah, just overall, how did it feel about getting back in a wrestling ring on national TV? It's been, what, like three years since, since Impact, so... Uh, feel pretty good overall, Rob.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I can add to that. You know, it's like, um, a lot of my fans know, like, I didn't stop wrestling, but not everybody knows that. So yeah. a lot of people are saying, you know, we're glad to see you return to wrestling or, or, or whatever. And I get what they mean. Um, but f- for me, it's not that much different except, uh, except you you're coming in on a moving train like you're jumping in on a train that's already in motion. it's going somewhere so you're part of you know these programs and storylines and and ongoing relationships that are building and that are disintegrating and all that. And so with the exception of that, as compared to an indie show would be like a train that's just parked at a train station. you can jump on and jump off it ain't going anywhere for eight hours. Um, that's what's different is that uh, people are watching it, they're connected to it because of it. Because you know, there's a lot of people on on it on the train, that's and so, um, you know, I feel like I need to train. No, train, <laughs> yeah, Damn. um, but it was cool. I mean, it was cool, and it reaches a lot more people, obviously. So, that's the most important thing, and uh, that's obvious from the chatter.
1: The chatter that
0: I What did you think of Jungle Boys' work in the ring? I thought he was uh, really good. You know, I thought he's, uh, um, you know, I saw him when he was training. I told you that, right? Or no, we talk about that. I know. No, he, I don't think did okay, that. so, well, when I lived in LA, um, Katie would train at this uh, wrestling school in LA called uh, Santino's Santino brothers.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And, um, sometimes I would go there with her and mostly just stretch, you know, while everyone's working out and, uh, uh, and jungle boy was there. So he was training and stuff. So obviously he's come a long way, um, (laughs) since then, but, but yeah, dude, he's comfortable out there and smooth, you know, um, uh, Timing, relaxed, boom. Uh, he cheated, bro. What do you want me to yeah. say? I'm, um, still not,
1: I'm still upset about that,
0: actually. Also, but also, I met him when he was a uh, a little kid. When I met his dad, this oh, was, Luke. Luke. Yeah, Luke was a wrestling fan, and so when we were at the Staples Center, it was probably 2001. Um, I remember, you know, meeting Luke Perry and uh, and his little kid.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's got the RVD influence in him early on. Oh, he did did give a little reaction to your point. He kind of dug it. He complimented you, but then he put himself over, obviously. So this is what he said on Twitter. To all the losers on here who like to talk shit without having done anything in their lives, RVD is still a world-class freak athlete, one-of-a-kind, amazing professional wrestler, and beating him cements my legacy as the greatest FTW champion to ever live.
0: Wow, that's that's pretty cool, man. I think. Yeah, he's right, though. No, he ain't burying me. That's right. Beating. He beat somebody that uh, put him through a fight. I was there to punish him, you know, and I was doing it. And, um, you know, I think uh, I think it went well. And I think that definitely that match elevated him. And you know what? It elevated me, too, because a lot of people thought I was in a wheelchair. Think about it. That match elevated me because now, pe- you know, now people know I can fucking work. That somehow thought that I was gonna be like their grandpa. There's nothing in my life that's like your grandpa's. Like I said, not my love life, not my usage, not my choice of values to share, not my uh, educational information that I like people to have. And, and a lot of those choices are not popular choices, and people wish I would keep it to myself. By the way, um, the 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 video that we did uh, last week, I yeah. didn't I didn't smoke through it, right? No, I don't think so. Right, because uh YouTube, Chris said the one before got demonetized, it got taken down, it got flagged, stricken, whatever the fuck they do, yeah, a couple of times after going through the uh, robot and then going through a manual review, and but they don't tell you why, and so no,
1: they don't, yeah.
0: So so he put it up there. It's up there in its entirety. I think it's the first full um so the triple okay.
1: h one is up now the full episode is now but then the one we just did last week too is up there yeah. too,
0: so the so, uh, one so it'd be the triple h one then that uh they had Maybe. some problem with i don't know and you know what's weird about them not telling you is like i've i've read that like some there's some weird rules because i've heard people say well i can't swear within the first 30 seconds of the video like where do you find those rules at if those Exist, I don't know, man. Someone tell it's, me when you
1: upload it, they give you like kind of the parameters
0: that you, but does it add. say no? No,
1: the but as long as you do like inappropriate language, you click inappropriate language, then that clears it. So, um, but right. yeah, you still kind of got to be careful. It's like when you're uploading the video, they give you those kind of choice options of like, hey, what category does this fit in? Of like, what kind of content is it exactly? So, a little no. bit, but th- to your point though, like, because. I like what I told you, I thought when they flag you, they would tell you or they would give you an indication of what is getting demonetized because they would like music especially, they'll be like, If this is copyrighted music, you can't boom, it's demonetized. That's what I would get notifications of. Those. But for that kind of stuff, it's like up in the air, you just don't know what it is exactly
0: hmm. so. Weird. I mean, Weird. it's it's not even illegal or immoral in any way. I wonder, so if we did an episode on cannabis, I wonder if that would be a flag just...
1: You know what? It it very well could be, I think. I don't know. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, hey, while we're talking about it, um, some of the um, social media posts that I read that I would have thrown into the toxic category, Katie kind of straighten me up on and when it comes to smoking like i think it's 2023 if you believe that anybody that uses cannabis has nothing to say of value or relevance that's on you i mean you're an idiot but that's how i feel when somebody like no matter what i do or whatever the video is on they'll just say Go home, Rob. You're baked. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah, that's the,
1: the dimi- dismissive thing. Yeah,
0: just- yeah. And, and I take you know I so I, I yeah it's and it's stupid. You know what I mean? And so I just wanted. I mean like on these videos, sometimes we'll go a couple hours. I'll smoke two complete joints down during during the interview. And I mean I'm not smoking the weakest shit either, right? Yeah. But do I get fucking blitzed?
1: I can't ever tell Rob. And honestly, when you said that, I don't even know you're smoking two joints. Like, I just don't. <laughs>
0: well, that's that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've um, El Generico. I mean, by the way, how about my memory? Like, I mean, like, is my memory even like? You know, it, it's weird because some of the comments going into the match were like, "Rob needs to be concerned about his health." What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Is that is that because of the lungs thing? Because of the cannabis, or is that? <laughs> you know like these these idiots on social media because of them because of the ones that will just spread gossip instead of the truth or even give it a fuck if it is a truth this is what my legacy is gonna go down as all right <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be um an addicted drug user that uh that um that's in horrible uh health from Overusage usage of cannabis and, uh, uh, and CTE and uh, you know, what else? Like that's going to be, that's going to be my legacy and that's what people think. So, so mm-hmm. anyway, it, it's, you know, it, there's only so much uh, control you could do, but on a, in a, in a peripheral way, I feel like by Smoking on here and showing I can still recollect facts, years, numbers, uh, you know, names. I feel like I'm showing that I don't get obliterated, but... That's what some people love to go to, and there's no question about it that a lot of people, like uh, during this this match, are gonna say, "Dude, how big were you before that match, bro? Oh my god, dude. you know, it, not only wasn't I, but the, I feel like I'm above that, and I feel like you know, like I I get like in order to connect to." The stoner population. Sometimes I gotta lower into being into some funny, jokey, you know, compromising uh, positions. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, but overall, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like it's like I feel like I'm, you know, really like uh, lowering myself uh, to do that. And really, it's not a good representation of of cannabis as an advocate. So obviously, I care about that. But right. uh, I feel like. Just like when I go out there and had the 10 minutes with Jack Perry and doing all that shit, I feel like as much as I would be proving people wrong that say, hey, you're 52, you can't do that. I feel the same way about smoking and carrying on an intelligent conversation or functioning in any way that I choose to. So um, if you didn't pick up on that, though, I just want to throw that out there. That's, that's how I feel about it anyway. So um, um, n- we were talking about uh, somebody that I, somebody that I was talking to, you know, hearing I'm talking about my memory and now I just forgot. Oh, to get it.
1: You mentioned, uh, Did you, you said great. El Generico. Did Were you going to say. Yeah. Something? Thank you.
0: Thank you. Jamie well, really, I'm just kind of hitting the, Okay, I'm hitting the same point, but I'll finish the story here. Uh, so, yeah, El Generico was in Sammy, Zane, right, same guy. Um, years ago, he was in Amsterdam. We have a mutual friend, Martine, that lived in Amsterdam. And, um, yeah, this was pre katie And Katie and I had been together uh, going on eight years. So. Yeah, yeah trying to think if I had the evil ex with me or was I by myself? I think she was. Ew. But anyway, um, anyway, uh, Martine, he had his girlfriend and uh, Sammy and uh, myself. I I think uh, the evil ex was with us. Uh, we went around Amsterdam and all these different coffee shops, but um, the subject of smoking came up, you know, and Martine's girlfriend said, I'll smoke anyone under the table. And I was like, well, that's that's just not gonna happen, you know. But I I think I I think I understand what you're saying. You're saying you smoke a lot, right? Just, I'm the last one standing, always. And I'm like, Yeah, that's cute. You know? <laughs> and uh and we went um we went to a coffee shop, you know, smoked a couple, and and Martine was our tour guide because he lives there. He's like, oh let me show you this one over here. This half Dutch weird kind of accent. And uh um Oh, my God. I don't want to get sidetracked, but there's some stories on this walk, too. Yeah. <laughs> bring me back here if I get lost, all right? Okay, but, okay. All right. I'll back. It, it's, he's taking us several blocks walking to go to this special one of his places he likes to go to. And at one place, uh for some reason, there was a restaurant. And this was, like, late at this point um and uh and and it's, it was closed but the door was cracked open and i couldn't i couldn't just walk by it i was like dude that's not normal someone probably broke in there or something and i ran up there and i opened up the door and i'm like hello is anybody in here because all the lights were out mm-hmm. martine was so scared he's like rob rob please please no no this is not okay we must go we must go and i was like they might need our help dude i was like hello and uh He was like, "Rob, please, no! The police will come. This is big trouble. Uh, Please!" And I was like, "Dude, there could be some uh, restaurant workers or owners tied up in the kitchen or something." Yeah, we can't just like walk up. And I opened the door and I like started walking in and said, "He was like pissing his pants." (laughs) Please, please, Rob! I swear this is not okay. This is no. We must go. And I was like, "Hello, do you need my help?" (laughs) 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 Anyway, we walked on. We walked on and. that was just like a funny memory. I don't know what the fuck the doors uh, jarred open for. Nobody was in there. So that is weird. But that was later at night. It was in the daytime. We went to all these different coffee shops and his girlfriend, you know, was literally sleeping under the table. So, um, you know, I'm still like rolling them up and stuff. And, uh, um, somebody, one of us asked, uh, or who somebody asked, talked about, asked Sammy what, what he thought, you know, like, uh, um, well, who do you think uh, who, you know? Who do you, who do you think was able to uh, to last longer? You know, her or RVD? And, and Sammy looked at me and he said, uh, "Apparently, it doesn't phase him." Um, which, which, by the way, I gotta add, Sammy did not smoke at all. He was just hanging out with
1: us, just hanging out. Yeah. By yeah. the way, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I don't want to insinuate that he was uh, partaking, just because he wasn't. Yeah. Was, yeah. It wasn't his thing. So yeah.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. What was some of the reaction backstage after your match with Jungle Boy? So did did you get some good reception? Did, what, yeah. Yeah, what
0: you- no, everybody was super cool and they they loved the match, you know, and uh Katie was watching in the back, you know, with the monitor and she said that they were all popping, you know, at every and everything and um and so that was a really good feel, good vibe. They were uh thankful for me to be there, you know, everybody that I met was Super cool and, uh, you know, um, appreciative. So mm-hmm. it was all good.
1: Nice. Uh, before I forget to ask this too, what did you think of Jungle Boy wearing um, Jerry Lynn's tights? <laughs> that
0: was awesome. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was Jerry at first. Like, Did you I, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw it in the back, like out of the corner of my eye when I went into a dressing room yeah. and I just saw him from behind. I was like, Wow. <laughs> That was definitely Isaiah Lynn Pants. <laughs> yeah, I am like,
1: holy shit, he's nailing it to a T right there. Yeah. Um yeah. you mentioned a little bit. Uh was there anything you wanted to do that you didn't get to do in the match, or any like you are always talking about how you, like your head's always going about stuff, but is was there anything that really stood out that, like, damn it, I wish I would have got to do this or maybe done this something a different way, or certain things like mm, that?
0: There, I mean, there's always gonna be a couple of things, you know. Uh you know like i said about going up to the top or the or the split-legged or the rolling thunder but it's just little things like that and and, and those are like almost like so personal you know they're just yeah. they're just for me to constantly work on myself you know like it's very similar if i'm on stage you know doing stand-up if i tell a joke and then i'll be like oh next time i'm gonna set it up differently you know by you know talking about this first and getting them ready and it, that's just part of the art the craft you know that um Hopefully that never stops you know what I mean because that's I think that's one of the enjoyable things about it not not being um unfulfilled or displeased with yourself that's a horrible feeling but right. when it's just you know when you're pleased and 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 you just can find the ways to make it better. Katie doesn't like me watching her matches sometimes uh, because I'm you know. I'm going to critique it. Like even everyone also fill her head up with bullshit, you know, it just be like that was amazing, you know, and, and maybe it was, you know what I mean? And she's, uh, um, she's still like getting better and better and better, you know, and last match that she had in LA, um, best match I've seen her have was really good. And that's, oh yeah. yeah, And she's wrestling, uh, for the same group in, uh, September, September 9th, no, September 10th, one of those days. And it's, uh, Or is it the 23rd? Something's the 23rd, too. I don't know. Anyway, it's UWW, I think. And it's like all women. Uh, Melina was one of the uh, commentators. She did a really good job. Um, But anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, I was proud of her, like watching her match and stuff, you know. But it's like, um, if I had any advice that I thought, you know, might make it even better, would you want to hear it, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, if anybody's going to give the. You know the feedback too you know like
0: yeah why
1: the heck not you know right what did uh tony khan say to you afterwards after the match and everything did you get to speak with him after the, the fact
0: yeah he was very thankful mm-hmm. nice. yeah very thankful he loved the match he said uh the, he said it was awesome and it was awesome having me there you know and um you know see you next week just hey. joking <laughs> <Night> <laughs>
1: I'm just going to clip that part up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> troll people. Take that, trolls. Yeah. Well, uh, sure. <laughs> so you kind of mentioned it, too. Uh, people were backstage, uh, you know, watching on the monitor and stuff like that. Uh, did you get... Allegedly.
0: Because her- it's hearsay from a reliable source.
1: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- did you get pretty much the same vibe that you did uh, backstage from this week to last week? Uh, did you find a... Did you find a little bit more stuff that stood out to you or was it just like kind of, you know, hey, the big kind of still the big kind of feel, but like not, you know, small promotion either. Like good dynamic overall is getting kind of getting at.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was all good. It was all yeah. good. You know, good, good vibe. Uh, the boys seem to be uh, happy there overall, you know, and because they have a lot more um, control if they want it. Uh, Then they care more, you know, so sometimes they might come across as it's not just fun, but, you know, they really have uh, plans invested and sometimes like long term, fairly long term, uh, impressively so uh, plans that um, they're able to see through, you know, which is which is Uh, really amazing and some people don't necessarily want that kind of responsibility and um that's understandable as well so um so a little bit a little bit of mix uh, of that um which might affect their vibe a little bit just in the amount of like um the job that they have to do like some guys you know might have be a little more assertive office like you know but um Everybody's super cool. Um, Except this one guy was such a dick. No, I'm just joking.
1: Yeah, let's hear it. It was Jerry, wasn't it? It was Jerry.
0: (laughs) Oh, God darn it. (laughs) It's always always me. (laughs) Dang it.
1: Who else did you get to react with backstage that you didn't get to the week before? Anybody?
0: Um...
1: Did you headbutt Jeff, Jeff Hardy?
0: No, 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 no. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's hard to separate. Any, uh, like, younger
1: talent <laughs> come, come by that didn't come by the week before or anything?
0: Oh, I mean, I, I don't think that I met MJF before, you know. Oh, okay. That was cool to meet him good dude um there's a lot of the guys who come up and introduce themselves and and i'm not going to be able to repeat all their names because you know some of them if i didn't know i might have forgot you know but but everyone was like real respect respectful and um i'm trying to think if there's any other legends i got to talk to chris jericho for a minute didn't really get to see him last week um Or I might have just saw him in passing real quick. Yeah, I did. But this time, you know, got to talk for a minute. Christian wasn't there. Big Show wasn't there, I don't think. Um, And uh, Mark Henry, got to talk to him. Got to talk with Matt Hardy for a while. Yeah, that's the man. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, you know.
1: How about, so uh, somebody gave you some praise on there, too. Um, Let me pull up the quote. I actually actually snipped it. (laughs) What an ovation Rob got, let me tell you, he's one cool son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's so laid back and so cool, and it's great to have him there. Nice. Tony. Well, did that. <laughs> that oh, Tony. there you yep.
0: Nice. So, nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've known Tony, I guess, since like 92, because I started WCW in December 92 and stayed there till like May of 93. And I believe uh um, he was there. From the get-go, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was there. I think he was there before me. Yeah, he. I
1: think so. I know he. He had like a little stint in WWF for a bit, and then he went back, I think, or something too. I might have. I think,
0: to- I think that was later. I think. I think that was later
1: too. Yeah, you mentioned it too. Um, Artie's that night had a. Uh, it was the first match of the night. They had a match with the Young Bucks. Did you get to check that match out at all? Did you get to watch any of the matches, or, or was it mostly just you know backstage kind of. Assimilating and then just going out and having your match.
0: Yeah, I watched very little, you know, like maybe two or three minutes of wrestling the whole night just by sometimes being in the room, you know, looking at the monitor while I was uh, stretching or whatever. So, not really enough to talk about. <clears throat> don't even remember exactly what I saw. Yeah. It was cool though. <laughs> whatever I saw it was cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was pretty neat to see the Hardy still going. And like to your point too, it's like you're in shape jericho's in shape uh the hardy's both all look great it's just like you know and people the way i'll, I'll circle back to this too you mentioned the chalk line shirt and everything like that and yeah. how uh you know but i remember kevin nash telling john cena that it was always good to wear like extra extra large shirts because when you take off and show it to everybody there it's all the more surprise too of it all too so it's another way to look at it and like to your point too you're a thicker dude like you always just been a thick dude and somebody mentioned that too on a podcast too like rob's a thick guy and was saying how awesome. like yeah
0: always yeah and and if you talk to any uh wrestlers that have wrestled me or if you hear even hear them talking about me like in interviews or whatever they've always said that you know that i'm like i'm i'm always told that i'm hard like a rock like people when they touch me they're always like damn you know cuz <laughs> I'm hard and, and and thick, and because of that, I've always been heavier on the on the weight scale than I look, which, by the way, for anybody that's looking at my uh, pictures or that just saw that I'm in condition, because some of the people are like, man, I saw one comment, one comment said, man, RVD, uh, RVD dropped mad weight. No, I didn't. Just so that you know, I'm within five pounds, roughly, of what I always weigh. So it's, it's, go. it's not, it's not that, you know, and, um, it's just your expectations. <laughs> and, uh, and if there was a reason to, maybe in the book or whatever, I could show pictures like all through, like even my impact run, you know, when, uh, when people, uh, uh some people actually think that I was out of shape. I've never been out of shape. I've never been a at a matter of fact. Um, I've never even tried to lose weight. You know, my goal has always been uh, to put on weight and to try to get bigger. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the last, I don't know, the last few years, like, I I don't know how many years ago, but I just don't care, you know, so I don't fight for that. It's more of just maintaining now, which, according to the competitive spirit, you know, If you're if you're not, you know, if you're not always trying to be the better you, then you might as well be dead. Now, I'm comfortable with the with the word maintaining, although I'm always making results in different areas. So maintaining really is uh, is misleading. But as far as my weight goes, uh, I'm not comfortable um, if I start seeing it anywhere close to like 225. If I see like 227 or whatever, I'm like, "Oh, oh, I better I better start eating a little bit more. Um And then you know, like if I get to uh, two thirty seven, then I'm comfortable. Um, but as I clean up my diet just through living long and learning more about you know, avoiding sugar and, and and this and that, and a lot of prep meals and for a lot of reasons, you know, I always knew I would just focus more on that part the older I get because it would just come naturally. And uh, as it does, you know, then I don't mind if I see uh, 230, 231. You know, I'm still not real comfortable with that. But a few years ago, I would have been, oh no, I want to be 240. Yeah.
1: Now, is there, a, was there a, like when you bulk up or like when you feel that you're putting on muscle mass or anything like that, is there a threshold where you're like, ah, this is a little too much? Like uh, it's kind of throwing me off my game a little bit? Or is there, oh, a- it's
0: just, oh, oh, you mean like in the ring or something? In the yeah.
1: ring or anything like that. Yeah. Like where you're it's just so
0: like, much ah. It's just so much work. This is what I do like normally in a day, but now now I've been kind of like waiting in the morning because I'm learning more about fasting and how your, your body's own growth hormone system is shut down as soon as you have sugar in your system. So when you wake up, there's benefits uh, to a lot of people hit the cardio first thing on an empty stomach. And I always thought that's, According to old school, that's the worst thing you can do because then you're going to burn off your muscles instead of fat. But you actually do still have like sugar, uh, blood sugar. And it's, you know, whether it's in your, uh, whether it's in your, your, your muscles or your, or your fat or your liver, either way, you are still going to have something that you can burn off. So if you, if you add to it, then you're not going to burn off what you already got. You know what I mean? And, and, and there's an order that it burns off too. So anyway, uh, there's a lot of things that I do that are a, a little different, but normally, though, <clears throat> I eat. Um, it, it's always been work. Jerry Lynn, I remember him saying this way back in ECW. He was always said he was surprised that I kept on so much weight by as little as I would eat when we were around each other like all day. Um, but I try to get 50 grams of protein as close to it as I can um, in each setting, and I do that like six times a day. Like three, at least at least you know two or three, sometimes four times a day. It's going to be protein scoops, you know, 25 grams per scoop. So I I, I do two scoops and I yeah. do that if I dry scoop it, That's how I do it and then rinse it down. But um, I do that in between my meals and I get three, four meals sometimes, sometimes more if I'm up a lot, you know. But that's probably like what I average is probably around 300 uh, grams uh, of protein a day. But then. You know that's that's just that that's just like an old school rule of thumb of of what I do, and and that that's a lot of work, even, you know. Yeah,
1: keep being mindful all that, especially too when you're on the road is it's got to be fucking tough,
0: (laughs) you know. Um,
1: All right, so the questions people have been clamoring about here. Uh, So, is it one and done with uh, AEW? Is what a lot of people ask. Is there more to come, or is it just a we'll see kind of aspect? up with, it, with All Elite Wrestling?
0: Um. Well, was it talked about between me and Tony about me coming back? Mm, yeah. The details of that conversation, we'll have to wait and see.
1: I like it. Like it, yes. The air of mystery. I love the air of mystery. <laughs> Just leave it up to me. See what happens. We'll see. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts you want to give about AEW or your experience or anything that I might have missed that I didn't cover? Um, um stand out to you that you're like, oh shit, yeah, I want to definitely mention this. Or
0: yeah, um, everybody that uh, all the marks that think that uh, RVD should. Be experiencing every AEW wrestler turning their back on me because I said, All Petite Wrestling, eat a dick. Eat a dick. <laughs> that might be, I might, I don't, a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I doubt they give a fuck. Right. You know, someone said, What about his heat with the Bucks? What heat? With I, the that's Bucks? what
1: I thought. I was like, Somebody, that guy that called me a smiley goon, he was like, Why isn't he asking about the Bucks? And I was like, Why, why do I ask about the Bucks? I didn't even know there was an issue.
0: Do you know what that is about or no? Because I can tell you it.
1: Yeah, let me – tell me because I wasn't –
0: It was just I said something um, about how they – when they walked by me, I guess in WWE, how they didn't uh, introduce themselves, you know, which to old school rules, you know, that that was a – I don't know if I want to call it a commandment. I guess it is actually. You know, it's one of the, it's one okay. of the, uh, one of the biblical commandments of the dressing room, uh, especially when you're new or, or or you're you know don't know everybody. You're supposed to introduce yourself uh, a certain way, uh, protocol, just like the fucking mafia, you know. To Uh, A made man cannot introduce himself to another made man as a made man He has to be introduced by someone else in the middle. And we had our protocols too. And anyway, I just pointed that out, you know, said, Hey, they, you know, they didn't shake my hand or whatever. Um, But, but I also did throw in something that was, that would, that could be taken uh, as an insult, which I didn't own up to at first because I was like, all I said was they didn't shake my hand, but I did say something about them looking like two high schoolers. So that was that was something, you know, that was provoking, you know, looking back at it. Um, I don't think I even realized it when I said it, or maybe I did, but either way. Um, and then they they did the same thing a couple nights later or something to Booker T. And then Booker T posted something about, I see what my friend Rob's talking about. You will shake my hand next time you walk by me or, you know, something like that. And then Gold Dust had the same experience, and then he said something about it. And then um, – and then I saw, um, while these two guys were in Japan, they're doing, uh, they're doing, one of them is doing the RVD thing when they come out, and the other one's doing, like, doing Booker. Booker,
1: <laughs> yeah, time.
0: I thought that was great, yeah. that's But that's the whole heat, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. That so- I know of, anyway. Hmm just like oh man people gotta get over this shit i
0: thought that was great that they did they were capitalizing on it like that (laughs) right they
1: they lean into it they and they do that with the other stuff too like you know any tension with the ftr not ftr cm punk and stuff like that but it's funny shit it's like hey makes it entertaining for the fans (laughs) yeah why the heck not cool rob um let's hold off on the random match uh but we will tease it let's tease it because uh, YouTube Chris uh, put it out there and it's going to be a cool one because uh, it was one that was an anniversary when you first showed up in AEW. It was 27 years to the day that the stretcher match happened. so We'll be discussing mm. the stretcher match probably next week. We'll see what happens. And like, Of boy. course, Tony
0: Khan was at the stretcher match and he wanted me to very much uh, to know that. Um, mm-hmm. it was there and that it meant a lot to him. And yeah. that it elevated me. He said that was a special moment in my career elevation as well. And um, I remember that match as being my my favorite at the time. So, very cool. Yeah,
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: super. Which, cool. which, by the way, we you know I think we've been on almost an hour anyway. We we talked so much at the beginning, like we don't need an uh, rvdology uh, at the end. So don't worry about saving time for that one. Usually, we do these things longer, and probably after this one, we probably will again. This week and last week, we did short uh, because of uh, schedule conflicts sometimes it be that way
1: sometimes i was gonna ask you too i was the elephant in the room i was going to address is two weeks from now it's going to be pumpkin spice season at starbucks are you excited for that rob
0: um i hadn't even thought about it now that i think about it um no but no. What I my favorite part of uh, pumpkin season is standing out in front of any store that puts uh the bales of hay or straw, or even inside, and I stand there. And when people walk by, I go, "Hey, hey!" And then I just, and then I point to it, and they look at me like I'm fucking crazy.
1: I want them. I want them to be bales of hay.
0: Hey, hey, hey! Look, hey, hey! Look, hey! <laughs> yeah, they walk by and they they like check in their pockets. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I'm like, hey, hey, man. It's, are you? It's only really funny to me. It's never funny to my uh, my companion ever. <laughs> they don't. Laugh. Katie's, Katie's, had to, Katie's had to put up with it for years and years, and my acts had to put up with that. I think I've probably been doing that since high school. Me and Dango used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> when
1: when it doesn't when your companion doesn't like it, you almost have to kind of lean into it sometimes. Be like, just,
0: it's funny. It's, it's just, funny. It's, yeah. uh, but, or, yeah. Are you and Katie Halloween people at all? No, no. She would be if I wanted to be. You yeah. know what I mean? She loves kids. And, and I love seeing her with kids because she's so happy. And yeah. She, even in uh in Tulsa at the uh, Oklahoma Comic Con, man, when, when some babies come by, she's like, Oh my god, he's so tough. She'll pick them up. And she's <laughs> like, oh. And she's just loves on them for like 10 minutes and stuff. And it's awesome to see you're so happy with that. Um, right. For me, you know, um, one, I don't want anyone coming to my door. You know what I mean? Like, fuck right. no. Um, and, uh, and and don't mail me shit either. You're not gonna see it again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Not, it's just not gonna happen. Not, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, also, I, I figured this out years ago. <clears throat> it was with. Um, it was when I was hanging out with David Defalco. Mm-hmm. movie dude horror dude like into demons like really you know eccentric weird dude and he really would love Halloween it was his favorite ho- holiday of of all year and he would however he dressed and I was like I remember thinking like why is an adult like is it like so exciting for you to to dress up and um and go out like in a costume and pretend you're someone else or or whatever. I I didn't get it. And after he explained it to me, I figured that's regular people's one day a year to have my life to where people are excited. Yeah. To where people are excited to see you, want to get pictures with you. Yeah. Want to give you compliments and shit. People you don't even know, strangers. Yeah.
1: That's That's interesting. I never looked at it that way. Or, and like, that's, it makes sense that you would see it that way too. Like, it's just like, Oh, you're not used to that. Like you're used to that all the time. But if you're dressing as some guy, like, decks himself out like Beetlejuice or whatever, then it's like, hey, that's fucking sweet. I need a picture, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are excited to see them, and they're like a little celebrity for the night.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Very, cool, man. Um, guys, well, thanks for uh, tuning in this week. We'll try to get back onto the normal kind of time frame and what we do, too. the our ideology is always great. I will say the last one we did was a uh, role model's that we did. And, uh, from what I learned from that was, um, just kind of being more focused on like my niece and stuff like that and seeing how, you know, she doesn't see me too often, but if she was to see me, I would want to give her a different impression than what she gets from her dad, kind of get a little bit of the vibe of the whole D'Angelo mix. So I kept that in mind about being a role model and stuff like
0: that. So. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think I said this, uh, last week or the week before, whatever, And I'll say it again, as far as me, we all have our own values. You know, some of you men want to raise your sons to to cheat on, on their wives because you do and because in your world, that's just what people do. To me, I hate cheats. I hate liars. And I'm not one of either. So... Um, I would never, ever want to influence someone else to be one of those people because I think those people are are, are shitty. And, and, you know, to each their own. And I've been there, and that's why, because I think when I was there, I was shitty, you know? And that was like so long ago that when I look at younger people that are in their 20s, early 30s or whatever, and they think uh, they that I'm supposed to feel somehow less... Because I'm 52 instead of 32. Dude, I was an idiot at 32. And no, I'm way more. I'm way, way more at 52 than 32. Maybe not for you, because maybe you, you know, for your life, you'd rather watch me wrestle Shelton Benjamin on TV every Monday night. But for me, bro, as far as like influencing people as a role model, I got to tell you, I manifested things that i want in my life i have a fantasy life you know Mm -hmm. katie is fucking awesome she is a fantasy wife i'm always learning she's cooler and cooler and cooler all the time i don't know how many people can say that but we have this bond i would never lie to her or cheat her i would rather she know everything about me because then i feel so much better about um, her um, interpretation of me. Her feelings are bond everything. And it's like that with everybody, too. That's why I don't lie to anybody. I want them to know the, the truth. And, and you know, there's, there's, there's image. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. And if you're a celebrity, you know, like, uh, uh, you gotta deny certain things, or you used to have to. But I hate all that shit, too. And I think my real fans know that. That's why they say that I'm uh, a real one, you know, because I don't like standing. This is cliche, but I would rather go down for what I believe in than go up for something that I don't. And I'm not saying I wouldn't take a job promoting something, a product. You know, I did something on from Cameo the other day promoting some milk. What is it? Like some crazy milk. Crazy milk, but it's not. I can't remember what it is. If he watches this he's going to be pissed because he's really trying to promote this but it's a it's a protein milk and he had all these lines he wanted me to say like a business kind of thing and yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know I, I did a little bit and it's like um that's you know there, there's professional um image you know what i mean you do promos that's a character doesn't mean that's really how you feel you know yeah. i can't sleep until i get you in the ring Cut. Okay. I'm beat. I got to fucking go. <laughs> that doesn't make you a liar.
1: You no. Know I mean? uh.
0: But the real genuine you, um, you got to be able to turn it on and turn it off, at least according to my values. So as far as a role model goes, dude, like I said, if I can't, have um, I bragged about my love life enough yet today? There's exciting shit going on. Um, um, my, my career and, uh, you know, even even bringing the world around to, to where marijuana is legal, because I didn't want that because RVD just wants to get baked. I want that for the better good. In fact, if me stopping smoking marijuana would make it so that everybody that, that needed it for their illnesses or life quality could get it, I would do that. I don't expect many people would. And again, uh, I don't expect everyone uh, to believe this or that I felt fine after my match or anything else that they don't want to believe because, you know, um, their skulls are impenetrable and we don't want to disrupt that status. Don't want to, no. If you want to keep basic thinking, keep basic thinking. That's it. Yes. Be mm-hmm. you. Yes. By the way, even that video of be you, sometimes when they leave like really shitty comments, I wonder like, did they read any of the other comments? You know, like I did the I did the split, and I was blown away by how many people said, "Rob, this hit me perfect timing. I really needed to hear that." Like I touched a lot more people with that than I would have expected on all the platforms. Overwhelming people saying, "Man, I really need to hear this, man." And, and, and those are the the videos. Boom, 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 boom. A million of those. Wow, this is so cool, man. You're so inspirational, and and and, and you hit hit me just at the right time. And then there'll be like one idiot that says. Dude's so baked, he's not even making sense. Oh my and I God. put the put the crying laugh face on it. Like, yeah, yeah. Why? What? Like, why even do that? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like if, if it's making sense in hundred people, five hundred people,
1: one guy doesn't get
0: it. Yeah, like, don't you think maybe it could be you? Like, you don't understand it. But anyway,
1: anyway, that's why I throw that out there too. Well, cool, man uh anything you want to promote before we we mm-hmm. split on out of here
0: no uh no i think uh i think we're good till we get together next week dominator
1: sweet it sounds good guys if you like what you're seeing go to the premier streaming network you can get it early but you can now get all full episodes coming up the following monday or the week after at some point on youtube on rvd's youtube just go to rvdpod.com and it'll take you right there so guys thank you for tuning in this week and uh rob I think uh, if they don't like what they're hearing and stuff like that, we can just say, hey, eat a dick.
0: That's that's really the takeaway from today.
1: I think Today's it is. Thing. I think, you know, Jerry, Jerry, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, oh, dang Jerry, it. Oh,
0: what's his name? Not Jerry Lynn. Oh, Not Jerry oh,
1: Lynn, but uh, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. That was his final thought. Our final thought is that. Eat a dick. or be just, for
0: just for today.
1: Just for today. We'll leave it on the
2: table. I was waiting for some kind of sign, some kinda of indication. I was wasting my time. I got myself about the basement. I faked it long enough to say I made it. I was patient, I put up a fight, I kept saying to myself, Oh the future is bright.